What's good everybody? Before we start today's video, I want to let you guys know Monday, April 4th, we're dropping a new suit collection from my company, The Standard. The Standard is not only a luxury suit line, but it's also a community of extraordinary men striving for greatness. Go ahead and sign up for the waiting list at theaffluentstandard.com. I look forward to seeing you all join The Standard, and let's get started with today's video. The thing that I don't... Oh, he about to Here break. we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let it up. Anytime somebody say, that's the problem. Here we go. Let it up. The thing that I don't like about some of the messaging that you find online is this whole F marriage, F women, off, off, all that, right? Focus on you. The reason I don't like it is because it doesn't accept the reality that that same man will probably one day find himself very into a woman. Mm-hmm. And and if he has not learned how to handle when that moment comes, he will find himself in more trouble. All right. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back in Atlanta, Georgia. We are in the home. Yes. Of the one and only. Mm. I'm telling you, Chris, this is like our sixth episode. I think it's like a yearly routine. It is what it is. We got to bring our guy back on. The world renowned. The man who's changed our life. Yes, 100%. I feel like he's our, we're Kanye, he's our Jay-Z. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he you. let us produce the beats, now he's rapping on the songs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, please, guys. Welcome back to the show, the one and only Stefan Spruce. Hey, hey. What up, what up, what up? Yo. What's going on, man? Chandler, you know how it is, bro. You know how it is. <laughs> man, you seem you tired, man. How's that vegan going for you now? <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> it's going great. <laughs> it's going great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Stefan, it's been a year. Last time we were in Miami, we won't yeah. say what was going on in Miami, but, you know, we were in Miami having a good time. How has life been since then? Life is good, man. I mean, again, I'm blessed. You know, n- n- can never complain. You know what I'm saying? But it's always a grind. Always trying to improve. Always trying to figure out what needs to be adjusted and all that kind of stuff. You know, and just keep it going. Keep keep putting in the work. You know mm. what I'm saying? Keep doing what God wants me to do. Mm. Amen. And speaking of what God wants you yeah. to do, it's like it's a year later. Do you mm. feel like us as a community, as a culture around relationship with men and women, do you feel like that bridge is closer or you feel like we grow farther apart a year later? Before you answer that question, I'm a, I'm, I want you to answer Chris's question, but I also want you to answer this question. We did our first episode 2018, mm-hmm. May of 2018. Yes. Mm-hmm. I still got that video on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> from then, from May of 2018 till today and from the last time we did it, do you feel as though, like Chris said, things between men and women have gotten better, remained the same, or have gotten worse? <clears throat> So, I look at it in in two different groups. Mm. There's the group that's going further apart, and there's the group that's understanding each other better more, Mm. all right? So, I think that since 2018 and since last year, you hear more about masculinity and femininity. Mm. You hear more about trying to find that balance. We, there's been more pushback against the whole idea of toxic masculinity, you know what I'm saying? Men are reclaiming their lives more. You know, so I think that there's a segment of men and women who have been working towards each other. Mental health has become a greater priority. Mm -hmm. People like I remember when I first started in this field, 
people weren't talking about healing. Mm. I really, I ain't trying to like toot my own horn. Toot it, toot it, toot that thing. I was like one of the only ones really talking about you got to heal, and people didn't understand that concept. Yeah. You hear it now more from everybody. Mm. 100%. So I do feel like there's been a lot of progress on one side, but then there's the other side that's going to war. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the war has gotten bloodier. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and it's getting more extreme. And, you know, but I think what happens is you get people who fight that war and then eventually they get tired. And they start to move towards the, all right, this war ain't working. Mm. We're not getting anywhere with this. Yeah. But there's still some people who fight it to the death. And, you know, it is what it is. So what would you say <laughs> is the female cause in the war? What are they fighting for? And what do you say is a male cause for the war? What are the men fighting for, in your opinion? I'm just going to say what came to mind first. Okay. I'm not saying this is accurate mm. or correct. I'm just saying what came to mind. Pride was the first thing that came to mind with the women. Mm -hmm. All right. It's why should I have to do this? Why should we have to do this for men? Why should I have to be this way? Why, why, why did, you know, we have to fit this box that they want us to, they want to put us in. And it's pride because it's like, yo, but your way ain't working. Mm -hmm. Your way ain't getting nowhere. Now, if it is, just continue as you are. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not seeing, I'm a firm believer, men and women, if you're not seeing the results you want in life, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, what can I do better? Mm. Plain and simple. All this, well, men this, men, women that, my, where I live, all, stop all that. Mm. How can you be better? What adjustments can you make? So to me, women, uh, pride has been the downfall of a lot of women feeling like they have to fight that war. And, and, and also because what happens is when some men are giving the message to women about what they should do, the way it's delivered makes the woman feel attacked. So again, that pride kicks in like, you're not going to talk to me like that. Mm -hmm. Even though I know you're right. Because I've had women mm -hmm. say, yo, I heard this and I don't disagree, but I don't like the way they said it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm going to push back because that pride says, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not going to come at me that way. Mm. With men, I think the word that comes to mind is fatigue. Mm. Mm. I just feel like men, men who are fighting the war, just they got so tired and there's like, it's just like the last resort. It's almost like you pushing someone into a corner, you push them, push them, push them, that, that guy's getting bullied and now he just finally swings. Mm. But now he's not, he's swinging wild. Like, he's, just, like, <laughs> yeah. he's going crazy. He's throwing all yeah, kinds yeah, of yeah, haymakers. Hey, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he's tired of being pushed around. He's yeah. tired of being looked down on. And he's not even thinking logically completely sometimes. He's just in an emotional rage of pushback. Mm. And I think that's what's happening to a lot of the guys fighting the war is that just, they're caught up in their anger, their bitterness, their fatigue of it all. And they're like, F it. No, nah, we're we not taking this anymore. We're not going to take it. <laughs> that's 100% what's happening. Like, it's, it's like a battle that just keep fighting. You got guys, you know, tired swinging and mm -hmm. then you got you know the women on the other side having their pride where they're not just budging mm -hmm. so now it's just like there's no movement there's no progression like you said things are bloodier mm -hmm. and i can feel like i can see that in real life and online mm. yeah no nah, that's good and and huh if you were to ask a woman because I, I feel like if I can channel my inner woman, <laughs> I feel like they they wouldn't they don't think it's pride. Mm -hmm. 
if you were to ask them, as a woman whisperer you are, what <laughs> do you think they would communicate is what they're frustrated the most about men, which is leading them also to be in the world war. What, what would a woman express she's communicating? They're, they would express that men aren't stepping up. Okay. They would express that the, the, the men are not quality enough. I'm always having women come to me. You need to talk to these men. You need to talk to these men. You need, these men ain't doing what they're supposed to do, blah, 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 blah. But again, and it's not, I don't argue the fact that there aren't a lot of men out of alignment in today's world there aren't there are definitely a lot of men who are not living up to their potential i don't disagree but my argument to a lot of women is all right even if i get a million men to be on point he still ain't gonna want you Mm -mm. because you're not doing what you're supposed to do your path to winning is doing what you're supposed to do not focusing on what men should do so it's it's a and that's the same thing that I would tell a man to sit there and say, well, women need to do this, women need to. Do this. That's not how you win. You win by focusing on how can I be better, how can I beat this system. You see what I'm saying? But the women would definitely argue that the issue is because men are not stepping up. This is why we're not stepping up. This is why we're doing what we're doing. This is why everything is messed up. There's too many women, unfortunately, who believe. Every issue is at the source of it is a man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they lean on that. But again, when you make issues about other people outside of yourself, you you release your power to change your results. Mm. And so I don't believe in living a life like that. So I just think it's a pointless argument, but that is the argument that many will make. And what do they mean by men are not stepping up? What do you what do you think they mean exactly by that? Well, I mean, so, for example, the being a provider argument, you know, there's a lot of men, me and Hafiz talked about this once off camera, like, you know, a lot of men now, and not saying all, but a lot of men, there's a pride of not taking certain jobs. Back in the days, men took the jobs that would make them a living. They they did what they had to do. You know what I'm saying? Now there's a lot of dudes who, if it doesn't fit the, the image they want, they're not taking it. It's the whole like, well, I ain't working at no McDonald's. But, mm-hmm. but bro, you're broke. <laughs> like, if, if that's what's going to put money in your pocket right now, just go do it. Hell, go drive that Uber if it's just putting money in your pocket for right now. But now you have this pride when it comes to working. And I do believe that's due to social media. And again, that is not all men, but a lot of men doing that. So um, you have a lot of men who have become comfortable in not providing, not only because of a lack of willingness to work like it used to be, but I hate to say it, but it is what it is. (laughs) So many men have got accustomed to seeing their mothers take care of them that now they, they don't know how to operate outside of a woman taking care of them. Mm. So to them, they don't see why I have to work and step up. Their mother did everything for them. So they transition in life when they get older, looking for a woman to basically be their mother who has sex with them. Mm. You see what I'm saying? They don't understand, no, you got to do your part. And so there's a lot of men who are just there. They're getting by on the bare minimum. And I'm a a firm believer that men are going to do what is required of them. If men think they can get away with not working and still have a woman there, a lot of them ain't going to work because they really don't care for it. And they haven't found their purpose. You see what I'm saying? So without their purpose, working is a means of getting what they want. If they're already getting what they want, why do I need to work? If I have this woman who's going to pay the bills, cook for me, give me sex, 
the hell's the point of working? I'm chilling. But when you have purpose, purpose goes beyond working for trying to attain something. It's who I am. It's what I'm here to do. I have to do this regardless. Even if you gave me the money, I'm still going to be doing this. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of men don't have purpose, so they don't step up in that way. Wow. I remember... Uh, were we was it yeah it was a couple nights ago you and I were talking about the great resignation mm-hmm. and we were talking about it and we were saying how there's like there's all these stories and media and sources who are communicating that so many men are leaving their their fields and then we're like but what are they doing for work now exactly <laughs> like, what are, like what are they doing for work now and I truly believe like you said there is a community of men who unfortunately because they don't want to be caught working at Walmart or Target or at FedEx or, you know, imagine you talking to a chick, you pull up to someone's house, you're delivering Amazon packages. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wow. And it's the chick you talking <laughs> What are you doing here? <laughs> thought you worked at Amazon. <laughs> not like the driver. Yeah, you told her, like, you work working at Amazon. Yeah. Like, you're, like, in the office. the driver. <laughs> nah, brother. Oh, Lord. Ain't nothing wrong with work for Amazon. There's nothing wrong with working for Amazon. Dang, nothing wrong with it. You I, did it. I had a summer. You did it. And I did it. Yeah. And, and, and let me say that... Y'all just saying that comment. It reminds me once upon a time, most guys had a story of working at a warehouse, at this, at some low paying job. We had to do it. That was the way it was done. You pay your dues, you move your way up. As time as time has gone on, this newer generation, there's less stories of that job. They had to suck it up and just do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, no, they they want a quicker result. They want fame. They want bigger money faster. And that changes a lot of people's willingness to do certain things. Yeah, it's a different currency now of, with social media. Exactly. And then you got you got <clears throat> these people that if they can make it from the mud as an entrepreneur, that sounds that story sounds a whole lot better. Yeah. Versus yeah. like I have to take this job and this job and this job and this job. You know, they don't want to do all that. Exactly. Yeah, because even to what Chris was saying, it's like there's only a few acceptable paths of work that. I think the culture makes certain men feel. Yeah. And there was a time where, like you said, if you were a guy, you worked a job. People were coal miners, for heaven's sake. You know, you worked whatever job was necessary. And I'm not saying the great resignation is, is all bad, but some of it is just like, I don't like working here. Boy, you know, you're 21 <laughs> years old. What do you mean you like working there? Get, get your behind back to work. But you know you what? Know what I mean? My thing is this. If you resigned... And you went on to pursue your passions, your purpose. Then I'm all for it. Mm. I was the king of quitting. When I was <laughs> running, all right? The minute I was done with a job mentally, I quit. Yeah. And people would think I was crazy. Yeah. I did not care. If I don't feel comfortable anymore, happy, I'm gone. But I didn't quit and then just stay home and do nothing. Yeah. I quit and found something else. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I, I support the men who have shifted out of the workplace because they're pursuing bigger things or what truly aligns with them. I do not support the men who just quit and now they're just staying home doing nothing. Mm. That's a problem. You know mm. what I'm saying? No, you you can't just think you can just hope that another stimulus check is going to come <laughs> through or, or, you know what I'm saying, or yeah. whatever's going to happen. Like, nah, you got to get, like, in the scripture it says, a man who doesn't work doesn't eat. Mm. You need to work. Yeah, That's exactly. just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. Man, so Beautiful. I'm asking you a question. All feelings, no facts. All okay. opinion. There's no, just, just right. your feelings. Don't okay. show, don't put no data in the comments. <laughs> All feelings, no facts here. Do you feel as though today there is more women with jobs or more men with jobs? And I want to clarify, let's do two things. Careers. 
More women with careers or more men with careers? Feelings say yes. More, more which one? More women. What about jobs? Feelings say yes. <laughs> what do you say? Women. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the facts are. I don't know what the facts are either. But yeah. when Especially I go career. out, yeah, when I'm out, I was just saying, uh, I was at the, a few doctor's offices recently. Everyone in there is a woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Different places that I go to, you go to the grocery store, pretty much 99% is women. Everywhere I'm constantly going. Now, granted, maybe if we went to a construction site, yeah, then yeah, it, it would change our perception. Yeah. But, I, so, but just based on what I typically see, mm-hmm. I would have to say women. I love what you said because I think there is environments. I think it plays twofold. I think one, when we're outside, we're usually seeing service-based jobs. Yeah. And usually men are behind the scenes. They're construction. They're Very warehouses. True. Very true. They're, they're in places that we can't just go and see. Yeah. So I think that skews our view. But I'm, I'm not fully there, but I'm leaning towards where both of you guys are at. Because I think what some men have to realize is women do have an argument for some of the points about men not stepping up. And I believe, especially when you look up the data for, you know, men under the age of like 35, like millennials and downward, I think there is a lot of guys who, as you and I, we all know them. We won't say their names because they won't be friends with us. But there's a lot of guys who they really don't have any jobs. They really don't do anything like they like you. I don't know how they pay their bills all the time. So it's it's a it's a two part issue because on one end yes there are a lot of men who are not working or not applying themselves as they should let's say that right on the flip side though and I think this not to give the men an excuse but I do believe it contributes to the mentality of men is that the standard that women are setting mm. makes men feel like what's the point so basically it's yeah. like all right <laughs> if 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 the $45,000 a year job or $50,000 a year job would be respected mm-hmm. and you could still you know get you a good woman boom 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 that i think more men would feel like okay cool i'll go take that job mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but when you feel like if you ain't six figures you ain't good enough then it's like, I don't want anything less than that. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're still going to get clowned for that 40 grand job, 50 grand job, there's a lot of men who just figure, what's the point? Because remember what I said earlier, a lot of men work to obtain what they desire. If they cannot obtain it, then it becomes, what's the point? Mm. So if there's $40,000, $50,000 job, so I'm going to bust my behind to still not get the type of girls I want, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Not be able to live the life I want. When I can just live at home with my moms and just relax and take it easy, mm. They figure why not. So I think that it. I do think a lot more men need to find themselves and find that again, find that purpose or at least some motivation. Mm-hmm. But I do believe a lot of women have they their perception of what is enough. And I think not even just women. A lot of people like I'm someone. I'll be honest with you. I despise when I hear people say a hundred grand is not enough money or not a lot of money. Yeah. Now I understand certain cities are going to be different. New York's, L.A.'s. But when I hear someone say a hundred grand is not a lot of money, to me, what I think, and again, this is feelings, not necessarily facts, is one, you've never consistently made a hundred grand, mm-hmm. or you're horrible with money. Yeah. It's the second one. You know what I'm saying? It's because if you were good with money and you consistently made that, there's no way you can look at me in the face and say that's not enough to, to have a good life. hundred percent. No, I agree. I agree with you. Man, I agree with everything that you said in regards to that. So before we talk about the hundred grand, because I want to talk about that, you said something, and you 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 made a lot of guys happy <laughs> in the comments about the comments, and so I, 
this feelings, no facts. And I'm, and I'm curious to this as well. I think there's a lot of women online sharing about their expectations. Mm-hmm. And when you ask them to verbally share, what do you want? A lot of times there's, oh, they would share best case scenario. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like you ask a guy, what kind of car would you like to drive? Lambo, Rolls Royce, Bugatti, McLaren. What kind of car are you actually driving? Toyota, <laughs> Nissan, Honda. Okay. So to me, I wonder, is when these women sharing online, because you counsel thousands of women at this point, when they're sharing all these financial expectations online, is that matching up with the guys that they're actually dating? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, this is where I would encourage men who get discouraged by these conversations they hear from women. It's not the reality of the life these women are living. A lot, there's a lot of women who will jump online saying, you know, men need to do this, men need to do that. He needs to provide for you. And yet they are literally living with a broke man who they provide for. Mm-hmm. All right. There's so many stories like that that you're just not going to see. But like you said, people, when they're online, they're giving what the ideal is, yeah. what they would like for it to be. But that's not what it actually ends up being. So men have to understand, don't let the noise fool you. You know what I'm saying? But yes, there is there is still a level of reality of does finances make it easier? Of course it does. Mm-hmm. Does being broke make it harder? Of course it does. Mm-hmm. But again, this is remember what I said earlier. When you're not getting the results you want, you have to ask yourself, what can I do better? The broke men who are winning. All right. And I said, when I say winning, I just mean they're still able to get Mm -hmm. desirable women Mm -hmm. have found other things to tap into to get them the results. They didn't just sit there and dwell in. I'm broke. I'm stuck here. No, they figured out how to beat the system. There's always a way to beat the system. Mm. So you tell so you telling me, Mm -hmm. you know, these guys ain't got to make that lot of money. They can get some other. uh, What is it? Attributes. Or other skills to get the desired women that they want. Yes. Can you elaborate on those skills? Okay. So, for example, if if you are a man who, I don't know why I'm going to use this example. I'm about to pivot a little. No bit, feelings, no facts. <laughs> it just shows you the it, it just shows you the difference. You know, there's a lot of women that say they love big guys, right? But in reality, if you talk to the average big man, he's not getting girls. <laughs> All right. Let's just be real. Yeah, yeah. And if you talk to a big guy who got himself in shape he would clearly tell you he got better he got more women when he got in shape right however show a woman a big guy who knows how to dress present himself look like something and it tips the scale a little bit no pun intended uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? it moves the needle yeah, yeah, yeah. and so again just because he has one disadvantage there's other ways to kind of circumvent that issue so to get back to examples, how you present yourself as a man, huge deal. Because what I've learned, and I don't want men to take this advice as a way to manipulate the situation, Amen. Amen. but the reality is that if you can get your foot in the door, that's over 50% of the battle right there. Yes. It, once she even discovers that maybe you don't have what she thought you had, if she's already reeled in emotionally, she's less likely to just drop it. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how much she likes you. The problem is men, when they get dropped, they think, oh, she was only about the money. No, you didn't have anything else to to make her feel like it was worth staying here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if you got to start with, okay, how you present yourself. 
But if you're a really funny guy who, who she can talk to, that creates a level of, damn, do I really want to let this guy go? You see what I'm saying? If you're very helpful in other ways, that can, that can uh, be a big, a big win for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, being able to have good conversation with her. I mean, it seems silly, but it's really what can... and Because she's already now dealing with you. You see what I'm saying? It's different if that's all you have from the beginning. Like, if you were just a good person to talk to, you'd probably just be her friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right? But if you added... But think about that. She can talk to you. Now make yourself more attractive, and you might slide into romantic partner. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because now you gave her that extra thing. You usually need at least two things to work with. Something that gets you in the door and something that gives her reason to keep you there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I think all those different things are can help you even when you don't have money. But I will say this. Because I don't want a fool man into thinking you can ride that train forever. Mm-hmm. All right? <laughs> so at some point, she's still going to look for you to improve. So I would say that this method buys you time. Okay. All right? Yeah. But it does not last forever. And so as a man, you would still have to start to figure out how can I get to a more stable place financially. And I, But I will say this. There are some women, depending on... The reality is this. This is going to sound bad too, but F it. You know, a person's options determines what they're going to deal with a lot of times. Mm. If she has a lot of options, she's less likely to tolerate this for too long. If she doesn't have that many options, yeah. she probably ain't going nowhere. All right. Now again, it sounds bad. I'm just yeah. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Feelings, no facts. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, actually, this is facts. I mean, <laughs> this is just facts. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't want again. I don't want men to try to like aim for the woman who doesn't have options just so he can like <laughs> stay there while being mediocre. Yeah. But it is a reality of how things play out. No, that's mm-hmm. good because the reason why I asked you that first question is because I, uh, me and Chris talked about this previously. There's a whole generation of guys in my opinion, who are growing up online. Because I've I've asked people, I said, imagine what were your fundamental years of life where you actually learned what life was about with women, dating, and relationships, all that stuff. Usually that was like college, you know, post-college years. You were out, you were with the boys, you were, you know, interacting, you were getting rejected. You were actually having all this tangible experience. But for a lot of people from, from early 2020, Till today, they've been they've been inside. Mm-hmm. That fundamental years of being outside, they weren't even outside because of what happened. Yeah. And so you have this whole generation of guys who just their their main interaction with women is via the internet. Yeah. Before, you know, like we when we were growing up, that wasn't a thing. You know, I still had a flip phone. You know, when I was in college. <laughs> and so to me, I think that's something that I realize a lot of the uh, the guys are dealing with. So when they're hearing all these stories about women, because when you ask them what they want, they're going to give $200,000 a year number. How much is that a month? You don't even know. Those people talk about two hundred fifty. How much is that a month? You know what I mean? Like you're throwing random numbers out there. Yeah. They believe that's what all these women want. And to your um, um, description, I've seen a lot of women, they say these things. But then the guys you're messing with are nowhere close to those tax brackets. Exactly. Because the guys have other things that can draw them in. 
Not saying they stay for long, <laughs> but it, there are the other things that draw them in. Absolutely, and, and and listen, some will stay for long, depending on how genuine the bond is. You know what I'm saying? It it can change things, but again, yes, it's it, so look at it like this. It's almost like if a man is dealing with a woman and she's not the most attractive, but she has all these other great qualities, he may still get with her, right? And she just looks okay. If he starts to have other very beautiful women coming his way and has that option, now it becomes difficult. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But as long as that doesn't happen, he probably will continue to stay with that girl that maybe wasn't the greatest, most attractive, but she was just an amazing girl. So same thing happens with a lot of women. She can tolerate the fact that maybe he, he's not that well off financially as long as she's not getting a whole bunch of ballers coming at her all the time. Yeah. But when that starts to stare you in the face, it creates a temptation and it creates... A possible resentment towards your partner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because in in what will happen, the first the first stage of it is you wish your partner would just do that. Mm-hmm. Like you, she would wish her partner would just step up and make more money. He would wish, man, my girl would just get in shape and look like these girls. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you might try to encourage them, but the problem is you accepted them as that. Yeah. And so they don't feel like they should have to change. Mm. And now you start to get frustrated because they won't make that change. And now those offers outside the relationship start to look more tempting. Mm. And now it starts to throw things off. I had a question. We won't say this guy's name, but it's a guy that you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And we talk about him a lot. <laughs> and we, 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 we often see men later on in life, let's say, they got a divorce or something. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they got a divorce or something, and they date somebody new. Okay. Who may or may not look anything like his first wife. Uh-huh. So I've noticed that you have a, you have a lot of guys who are with somebody, then, and they're not what they want them to be. But they're believing that, you know, they, they like you said, eventually as time progresses, they start growing resentful, as especially if they level up. And like, dang, I want my woman to be more like now what I've kind of unlocked or what I'm kind of around. Is, is your advice to men... If you don't have a hundred percent of what not hundred is ridiculous. If you don't have the main ingredients that you need, never settle. Or is your advice to men that maybe you give them like a two a, a year waiting period where if you're with this girl and you're trying to maybe mold her into what you want her to be, give it a year and after a year you drop her. You know what I mean? Where are you at? <laughs> I'm, I'm on the first one. Okay. If if you don't have what you need, do not settle. The, here's the problem that a lot of men don't realize. There's so many different angles we can look at here. One, some of those guys who settled would have became more had they not settled. Mm. Getting with that woman, getting with the wrong woman derailed them mm. in various ways, whether it be because now the relationship is not healthy and that causes issues. Maybe kids come into play and now that hinders them. You know what I'm saying? Or when you're not with someone that you highly desire... You have less motivation. I don't know if people understand that. Like, if you're dealing with someone and you don't really, you're not really in something like that, they're just there, that doesn't push you. Part of the reason why love and being with that person you're so into elevates you is because it inspires you to want to be more and better. You see what I'm saying? You want to keep growing because you you want to pour into this person even more great things. When you don't have that desire of them, you don't have that motivation. Mm. And what did I say earlier? Men will do what is only necessary to do. Mm-hmm. So with that woman 
who maybe is just happy she has you, not realizing that you're not giving her what she needs. She's not requiring more of you anyway. So she doesn't push you, or again, she doesn't have what it takes to motivate you because you don't desire her like that. So it could derail you in that way. It can derail you in the sense that I think, now here's the thing, let me say this real quick. If, because I think, you know, when you see the man become successful and then switch up or whatever you want to call it, his true colors come out. I believe that those men knew from the beginning they were striving for something more in life. Those men should have been honest with themselves and said, I know where I'm trying to go and I know what kind of woman I want next to me when I get there. Mm -hmm. All right. If you're a man who's genuinely just you're complacent, you're cool, you're you're fine where you're at, you're not striving for more. And this woman fits that. Cool. Because you have no desire to push further to where you're going to even think about switching up on this woman. You have to really ask yourself, like, am I good would I want this woman at the pinnacle of my version of success? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because our version of success is different. So if for you, your version of success is, man, if I'm making 60 grand, I got my home, I'm good, bills are paid, and she is what I would want at that pinnacle, and I'm good there, you're fine. But if you know right now you're making 30, but you're dreaming of making millions, and that's what you're working towards, and the woman you take at 30 grand is not the woman you would ever take making a million, you with the wrong woman. Mm. There's no point. So again, she can derail you. Um, it could also, it can create so many problems because again, now it, it becomes a distraction because you don't have what you want at home. Mm. So now your eyes start to wander. So now you start to get into all different types of situations trying to fill a void that she can't fill. Mm. And so now this takes you away from your work and your purpose. Again, there's a lot of men who have not reached their potential because they started off in the wrong relationship. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I just don't think it's worth it. it, it you only cause more problems. It's an inevitable. It's inevitably going to end. You see what I'm saying? And then this is just what's coming to my spirit right now. This is where you see some of the she takes you for half of all you have situations. Mm. All right. See, a lot of men paint this negative picture of marriage. To, and make it seem like here was this innocent man who married this woman who was good to her and now she wants to just magically divorce him and take half. Yeah. No, what you didn't see was she, he picked this woman, was damn near using her to come up the entire time. Mm -hmm. All right? She was his stabilizer. And through that starts to not... And, she's, and here's the thing. If she does that, she's waiting for her payback. See, she took you when you was down because she thought eventually you'd be up and now she'll reap the rewards. Mm. All right? So now you up and you not she's not reaping because now you're giving it to the other girl. <laughs> yeah. right? oh. You over here doing this, that, and the other. Yeah. She feels some kind of way. You don't see the dysfunction that goes on because what happened was you, you put two people who did not belong together in a relationship. Yeah. So now all that dysfunction creates resentment and anger. So of course she's going after half your damn money. Oh, not to man. mention all the other things. I mean, they could be abused. They could be cheating. And it's not to say there's never been a woman who was just a deceiver who was setting it up for that from, the, from day one. But a lot of situations, it goes that route because you mismatch two individuals from the beginning. Mm. You said you're saying a lot, Stefan. <laughs> you're saying a lot, and what it sounds like to me is that people, men and women, need to get where they need to get in life, and then find somebody at that pinnacle point. Or do you feel like it's still some ways that could be worked if they find somebody and as they go towards their purpose as well? Yeah. So it, it, it's not that you have to wait till you get there first. 
You just have to make sure that she is who you would want if when you get there. And what and vice versa. Exactly. That okay. that's the thing. It's like so you and this is why finding your purpose is so huge. Yes. Because I always say you don't know where you're headed in life, you don't know who belongs on that path with you. There you mm-hmm. go. So once you understand, okay, this is my purpose, this is what I'm trying to do. All right. So let's say, for example, this is a, a weird example, but <laughs> let's say you're a guy and your purpose is to be a pastor, but you don't know that yet, right? Mm. And you're a young dude and you come across this girl who's, a, and this is no shade, but <laughs> she does OnlyFans, right? <laughs> and you're young and you get caught up and you're like, I'm going to take her anyway. But she's not an OnlyFans, like temporary OnlyFans. She's, she's going for career <laughs> OnlyFans, all right? Yeah, she she's like, this is me, this is what I'm doing, I'm end of story, right? Yeah. Five years into it, you discover you got you you supposed to be a pastor now. Oh man, Jesus! But now your girls are only fans this whole time. Right? <laughs> it's conflict of interest. You how, know what I mean? how do you now handle this? Now again, she told you this is who I am. Yeah. I'm not changing. Mm-hmm. So now you're in this battle, yeah. and it, and it becomes this whole thing. So, and that's an extreme example. That's but, good. But it just shows you how like I've seen couples that once one or the other discovered who they really were, yeah. they realized we don't we don't fit. No, and so, so that's why it's important to figure it out beforehand. But back to your original question, you cannot have fully realized your potential, still meet the right woman who, again, you can recognize, you know what, even at my best, this is who I want with me. Yeah. And you're good. You don't have to wait till you're at your best first. No, that's so good. Mm. So one of the things I was walking the guys through the standard is this idea of like 11 themes of every great story. It's 11 themes that every man needs to have in his 11 things that every man needs to have in his life. And one of the, the, the themes was the princess. Mm-hmm. And the premise is that when most people think about the princess, think about like in, at the end of the movie, you know, you slay the dragon, you save the village, you get the gold, you get the girl, right? But I was like, that's like, that's a very cliche princess story. And most great movies don't have that story. Mm-hmm. Most great movies have a story where as a hero is pursuing his purpose, the princess comes along with his path. So, like, for example, like, you see, like, um, um, some, the, the Matrix. I was just thinking about Neo. Yeah, Neo's <laughs> pursuing his purpose. He's becoming, you know, more proficient. All of a sudden, Trinity is drawn more and more to him. You name yeah. the movie, you see that, that store, Guardians of the Galaxy. Quill was just some regular guy who was in, wasn't that interested. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden, you know, the Gamora gets interested in him. Iron Man, Tony and Pepper. It's, it's just as you're pursuing your purpose, the princess comes alongside your path. And so I think there was like a lot of guys who believe that if I don't, if I haven't become the 37, 40-year-old multimillionaire, I can't pick a woman. Mm-hmm. But I truly believe it's like, no, you can pick one who's following you on your path. But the key thing is you need to know your path. Yeah. You need to know your purpose. You need to know your adventure. Because like you said... That guy who was 22 years old, since he didn't know his purpose, he just picked some regular girl who happened mm-hmm. to look good mm-hmm. and not realize that when he finally discovered his purpose, that woman doesn't belong on his path. Exactly. So I think that's a big thing that a lot of guys neglect, and you don't hear about it a lot when these guys are having these horror divorce stories. Like, did you know your purpose when you picked that woman, and was she pursuing the same path that you are? Because a lot of times I think it wasn't the case. Exactly. And I think also, like, using the examples you gave with Neo and Guards of the Galaxy, I think the mistake that some men make is, like, just because you meet the princess who's on your path doesn't mean it's time to be in an official relationship with her. Yes. You have to ask yourself, am I ready to handle a relationship with this woman? You can make your interests known, let her know how you feel. You can recognize that this is a woman that I can have a future with. But that doesn't mean rush to relationship. And a lot of dudes rush it 
before it's time and that creates a problem so sometimes you can meet the right woman and still if you get involved too soon throw everything off track why mm -hmm. why does it throw everything off track because we have to understand what is required in a relationship the so okay for example again uh sometimes when we already have the prize we stop the work mm -hmm. all right so you get this woman it's very easy and you have to be honest with yourself about a, as a man about what kind of man you are some men when they get in a relationship they get tunnel vision they're all about that woman and they're so locked in that now they start to neglect the work yeah, all right so now what happens is so let's say she saw the potential in you she knew you were heading for something greater you get with her and now you lose track because you're all about her. Mm -hmm. Now you start to look less attractive to her yeah. because you're not in your purpose anymore. Yeah. You're not walking in your masculine energy anymore. Or let's just say you haven't learned how to handle your emotions. What happens to a lot of men when they fall in love? We turn to little bitches. <laughs> all right, listen, when we, at least our first time, yeah. we typically don't know any better. Mm -hmm. And when I say we turn to bees, it's like, yo, we, we start to become a little bit more needy. We may become a little more emotional. We don't know how to handle that level of vulnerability. Again, that can start to push her away. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know how to handle now, and, 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 and just as you don't know how to handle your emotions, she doesn't know how to handle hers or yours either. Mm -hmm. So now you have two people who have not matured emotionally enough to have a healthy relationship. Yeah. So now that toxicity that comes from that starts to derail things. Again, y'all get into an argument. I've seen dudes miss out on scholarships in high school. Why? Because they got caught up in a situation with a woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was, I've seen like, you ever see a situation, dude gets in this huge argument or maybe the girl breaks up with him the day before a big test <laughs> or, or to, let's say he's supposed to go to the combine or something. Right. And he, it throws him completely off. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But because why? It wasn't time for you to even be involved in that yet. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be very careful as far as, okay, do I have a strong enough foundation mm. to join together with this woman in an official relationship to where it will not take me away from what I'm supposed to be doing? How do men be able to identify they have a strong enough foundation? What does that look like? Well, I think, you know, that's the unfortunate part. I think people have to learn watching y'all podcasts, reading books, understanding the pitfalls of the men. You know, that's why we have these conversations. We're, we're discussing things not to judge men, but to say, listen, we've all been through some form of this. We see the mistakes. We're trying to help y'all avoid those mistakes. Um, so men have to men have to get back to teaching each other. You know what I'm saying? And passing not unhealthy. See, that's the problem. The thing that I don't... I, Oh, he about to Here punch. we go. <laughs> Let it out. Anytime somebody say, that's the problem, he about, here we go. Let it out. The thing that I don't like about some of the messaging that you find online is this whole F marriage, F women, off, off, all that, right? Focus on you. The reason I don't like it is because it doesn't accept the reality that that same man will probably one day find himself very into a woman. Mm -hmm. and and if he has not learned how to handle when that moment comes he will find himself in more trouble mm -hmm. all right so it reminds me of the story uh there's a book called the game mm -hmm. by neil strauss and neil you know he learns how to be a pickup artist boom 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 and he learned he, he he gets good at it. he gets great at it but it doesn't stop the fact that he ends up finding a woman that now he actually falls in love with and now he's like, yo, all that pickup stuff don't work. Mm. Now it's working against him. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like you're, you're cultivating a mindset and behavior 
that doesn't really serve you when these situations come. And they're going to come. I don't know any man who's walked this earth, who at least a grown man, who has not at some point found a woman that he had deeply wanted to be with. Yeah. Yes, it didn't work out. And then that's the problem. When it doesn't work out, it becomes all women are this, women are that, rather than well, how did you handle it? Yeah. Were you aware of how your emotions created problems? Were you aware of how you lost track of what you needed to do? Like, if we just prepare ourselves, we'd be ready for that moment. And that's what I prefer. I prefer, like, listen, I'm not saying focus on women. Focus on you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't want to get married because that's how you generally feel, don't get married. But I don't want it to be out of this negative bitterness. I just want it to be, that doesn't fit my life. That doesn't fit me. But be honest with yourself. Don't be like how some women will say, I don't need a man. I don't want a relationship. Knowing damn well they do. Mm-hmm. Knowing damn well they're hoping for that to happen. Don't be that man who claims not nah, F these women. When you know deep inside, yeah. you do want a girl. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You're a relationship guy, you're a relationship guy. Go be in a relationship when the time is right. But now accept it and learn how to properly handle it. That, that's mm-hmm. so good because I think one of the things as you were talking, I realized that sometimes, I thought about this, um, let's, let's, let's give the women some heat real quick. <laughs> guys. I thought about how many women are like, I don't need a man. I don't need a man. You know, F all these guys, you know, hot girl, summer, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. The fundamental problem is, though, you don't need a man, your daughter does. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And though you've gotten so cynical and heartbroken and bitter and so cold towards men, your daughter doesn't have that. She's still going to be a... 16-year-old, 18-year-old, 20-year-old girl who has the desire to be loved. And what ends up happening is that all your advice is actually the worst advice because it still doesn't prepare her to have a healthy relationship because when she does ever meet a guy, usually it's probably the same kind of guy you used to mess with. Exactly. And then now she gets hurt, she gets bitter, and now she's all she goes back to mom like, yeah, F man, that's why. It's I like, told you it was yeah, going to happen. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, no, that's not the case. You weren't given the tools necessary to create healthy relationships. And so a lot, of the, a lot of the guys online that I get so frustrated about is that, yeah, you're old, you're miserable, you live your life by yourself, doing your whole travel in the world, whatever the freak you're doing. Yeah, maybe you can do that at whatever age you're at. But these 20-year-old guys... They're going to meet a girl, they're going to be head over heels, and they will have absolutely zero tools on their tool belt to establish a healthy relationship. Then they'll get mad when it falls apart. Then who are they going to blame? The woman. Mm-hmm. And go down the path to end up just the way you, you ended up. So Exactly. I, I've seen that so often, and it really it really saddens me because you're, you're seeing people are giving people advice that's going to lead them to this person's same destination, and his destination is not the ideal destination. Exactly. And, 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 and again, it's like recognize if it doesn't work for you, fine. But that doesn't mean push that narrative to others as if that's the right way. It's kind of like reminds me of how on the women's side, you have women... We'll call them feminists. That's what they mm-hmm. identify as. Mm-hmm. You have some feminists mm-hmm. who they make feminism about you have to have a career as a woman. That's your thing. So they push all these women towards, no, be about your career, be about this, be about that. And they're ignoring the fact that a lot of these women, that's not where their heart is. Mm-hmm. Their heart is in having a family, 
and being a home taker, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Teach women in a way that gives them the option for choose what's best for you. So that's the same way that I, I want us to teach men. It's like, yo, if, if your path in life is to not be married, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But that doesn't ignore the fact that there's a segment of men, a huge segment, who want to be married, who desire love, or who are going to find themselves in that position. I would also make the argument that, listen, because a lot of times when men make arguments against marriage, or at least a lot of arguments I've heard online, it comes from a very what does it do for me perspective. Yeah. And this is just my opinion. I think that if you're a man and your desire is to have family, then you should not just be so quick to take marriage off the table. Mm -hmm. All right. Because marriage isn't just about you. It's about the family. It's about when you get an example about the, the daughter not learning because the mother don't want to deal with men no more. I view it as like you're, you're, you're now hindering the chances of your child having a better quality. It doesn't mean that no one's ever had success growing up in a single parent household. It doesn't mean you can't you know, be fine that way. What I'm saying, and, and I don't want men to force marriage just to have that. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is look at marriage as serving a greater purpose if family is a desire for you. If you ain't got no desire for family, yeah. then there's an argument to be made that, hey, you know, it's, there, there's less reason for me to tell you, oh, yeah, you should still get married anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think it's just looking at it from a perspective of this is bigger than just me and what how it serves me. Because that's the thing. We, you know... It's about how we're passing on to other generations and our kids and all these things. What are we giving them? What, what's the legacy here? And right now, because there's so much bitterness, we're creating a generations and more generations of more bitterness, of more detachment. You know what I'm saying? And that's becoming the new legacy. Is As time goes on, people are drifting further and further apart rather than coming closer and closer together. Mm. <sighs> that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel because, like, you know, with those people pushing their experiences to the masses, it's creating more separation on both sides. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for people to block out that noise and be able to identify, okay, what do I actually want? And how can I get what I want from the opposite sex? So my question to you is, even though the men have their side and they're spewing a lot of negativity, women have their side spewing a lot of negativity, how can they block out those noise, identify what they want and pick and be able to choose the right partner for themselves so they can actually get the life and relationship that they want. So the first thing that pops in my head is, one, you have to recognize a lot of these people are cap anyway. Capitan. Right? They, there are people who will tell you F relationships while they're in a relationship. Mm. There are women who will tell you, you don't need a man while she got a man. <laughs> think, about, think about how many female rappers are talking about getting this money, boom, boom, boom. Why they got a man? <laughs> Some of them married, and you don't even know it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? What people are are presenting you is not always the reality. You've got to understand that so you don't fall for that nonsense. But going beyond just understanding that a lot of people are not being honest about things, you just have to really take a step back and say, what do you want? And stop, like, I think, again, one of the reasons that I don't like the whole, like, simp label when I think the word is used too loosely, all right? And, and I think in some cases, it's caused men to feel shamed if they want relationship, mm. if they actually want love in a woman. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, if that don't work for one dude, cool. That don't work for you. But why you got to make him feel bad? Because that's what he wants. Let him have that. 
Go live your life, your single life. Do whatever you want. Run the streets. Let this man be stable at home with one woman and be happy. That's mm -hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? So I think as men, stop letting other people tell you what is okay for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's going to make you happy? What are you going to be? And, and don't let nobody shame you. So, for example, I'll use myself. I'm someone who I want my woman to look good. I want my woman to keep herself up. I've had a lot of people over the years, you're shallow, you're this. I don't give a damn. Right? <laughs> you can call me what you want. It don't matter because if I sacrifice that, I won't be happy anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to try to prove something to you and, and take away my peace and happiness? No. Yeah. This is what I want. Call me what you want. It ain't changing it. We got to get to a point where you are confident in who you are, what you need, what you desire. F what anyone got to say about it. Yeah. Because people are going to... Oh, people who who your desires work against them... They hate it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they hate They're going to always want to demonize it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't let that fool you. Because here's the thing. The funny thing is, while they're calling you shallow, they're using looks to evaluate who they pick to. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They just don't like the standard that you have it at. No, that's good. That's so it. you don't believe in love is blind. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Let That's me rephrase the stupidest that. Stupidest show on planet Earth. No, no, no. Stupidest. So, and this is where we have to get very technical. Here we go. Love, real love in its purest form, is blind. Mm. Meaning, I can love anybody on the face of this earth, care for them, be compassionate towards them, kind towards them, no matter what they look like. But to be in a relationship with you, my eyes still work. Now that requires certain things, okay? So romantic relationship, romantic love is not blind. But regular, standard, real, just pure love, yes. That to me requires you to look like nothing for mm -hmm. me to actually love you as a human being. I love, I love everything about go. that. There's a conversation that I want to talk to you about. There's one we're going we're gonna to give... You know, people, good 15 minutes of positivity, then we're going to get to the real conversation <laughs> at the end of it. And I truly believe one of the biggest frustrations that women have with men today is the, is the men not stepping up, yes. But I think there's a second conversation that men can solve a lot of the hurt in today's world, world by doing one thing. Mm. Now, one thing is being honest. Mm. I believe honesty is a huge sign of masculinity. And it's obviously one of Jordan Peterson's rules for life. And when I asked him, which one of the most important rules, he said, you know, tell the truth or, or at least don't lie. I believe honesty is, can save a whole generation of people when it comes to relationships, men and women. Here's why. There's so many men today who honestly don't need to be in a relationship and they know it. Mm -hmm. They're young. They got money. They're athletes. They should not be in because they want to explore the world. If you ask them how they honestly feel, they're like, yo, I love you, wife or girl, but I want other people as, as, as well. That's what I honestly feel. He could give her that deal. She could sign it. She could leave. But because he's not being honest, he tells her, oh, yeah, all I want is you. I don't want all these other girls. I don't like all that stuff. Da, da, da. Then gets caught up. Mm. Now the women gets hurt and heartbroken and cynical and F all these men because that's something that I see causes the most heartbreak. 
is the infidelity when it's blindsided. Mm-hmm. But so many men, if they're honest, which is why I told Mike Rasheed when I met him, I said, bro, I don't agree with a lot of um, polyamory, but I respect the men who are polyamorous a ton because they're honest. Like, this is what time of day it is. This is what I want. You can either sign this deal or you can go live your life, but I ain't changing for you. Mm -hmm. And I just believe that there's a whole generation of women between the ages of 18 to 23 who get really destroyed by men who those men should have been honest about not wanting monogamy and they should have been honest about wanting to explore their options, whatever you want to call it, but just not to deceive them into thinking that they're vanilla when they're really raspberry, strawberry, mm-hmm. chocolate, all that good stuff and vice versa. So I don't, I, I can in no way disagree with that, but you know, I always like to look at it two ways. And so to me, I would add to honesty on one end and acceptance on the other end. Mm. The, 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 see, because like to me, when I think about if all men start to be honest tomorrow, when you started off by saying, you know, that would heal the hurt. No, there'd be a lot of hurt. <laughs> if everyone start being honest tomorrow, it'd be a whole this lot of hurt. I like where you're going. And the struggle then becomes from a, for a lot of women is the acceptance of the honesty. Mm. And there's a lot of men who have been honest with women, women, women not accepted. And then when his honesty comes to fruition, still trying to make the narrative that this man did this and he let me wrong. So think about it like this. Because again, to women, it's they're they're gonna analyze a lot. So think about the man who who meets the woman, says, I don't want a relationship. I don't want nothing serious. I'm just trying to kick it, right? But he's the type of guy that likes to behave very boyfriend-ish. All right. So he's hanging out with her, cuddling with her, all this intimate stuff. Mm. So to her, it's, yeah, you told me you don't want a relationship, but your behavior is telling me something different. So now when the day comes that he checks her and is like, yo, I told you I don't want a relationship. Oh, you did. You know, he's everything, every name in the book. Yeah. Because to her, no, your actions told me different, even though your words, she did not accept his honesty. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And rather than try to question, like the minute he started showing you he's acting like a boyfriend, even though he told you he doesn't want a relationship, what she should have done was ask him, yo, what does this mean? Yeah. What's this about? So that he can then continue to be honest and say, yo, I like doing these things, but I still don't want no relationship. Mm. I still don't want to be obligated to you or be committed to you. I want to be free with my options out here. And then again, her next step will be, do you accept this? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that that is the responsibility on the woman's end is, so I do think, listen, I think honesty on everyone's end would make things a hundred times better. It would eliminate so many issues. But people have to be willing to accept that honesty because too many people live in denial and then want to act like they never saw the red flags or they never saw this or this person never said that. There are some very deceptive situations from start to finish. But man, there's so many times where people have been honest and it's just not accepted. Mm. Oh, that's so good. Because I think the acceptance part is powerful because I, I, I use the illustration of how many women would not tell their mom something that happened to them because they're afraid of how their mom will react? Exactly. So in true Stefan's fashion, I say this is how guys <laughs> feel as well. <laughs> they're afraid of the reaction so they won't speak the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a part where the women have to help the guys 
to like you said to be able to say hey like like a, like a parent hey tell me what's going on i won't overreact i'll sit i'll listen i'll process it but the thing that happens is the moment that parent gives you that promise and they overreact and they yell at you and they scream at you like, how dare you what do you mean you got pregnant? you know all that stuff mm-hmm. you never tell them ever again and, and and this is where it goes back to so I, so again I don't want to make acceptance an excuse for men. Yes, it's just it's it's just me adding another ingredient to the formula of how we fix everything, yes. right? But as a man, you do have to learn that no matter the reaction or the outcome, you have to remain honest. Yes, that's it's for your own peace and sanity first and foremost. Forget. Mm-hmm. What it means at the end of the day, even if you're going to miss out on certain things. And again, of course, it's really difficult in some situations. Mm -hmm. But that is like, to me, the man who can be honest no matter what is the strongest man. 100%. Plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? He fears nothing. He doesn't care what he's not going to get, will get. He just says, I'm going to stand in my truth always. That should always be the goal for us. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely think that, yes, like you said, because of bad reactions and 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 people not getting what they desire. I mean, it's like how you, you hear women say, if, if you just want sex, just say you want sex. Yeah. You know, and, and like, you don't bruh, hear that. if it really could be that easy, <laughs> most men would do. If men could just walk up to a woman and say, hey, you, you look nice. Can we have sex tonight? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, a woman, and even if just women would say, you know what? Nah, I'm good. It's yeah. okay. I think more men would do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not the reaction. You no, know what I'm saying? So, good. so again, so good. It, it's definitely a, a two-sided thing but yes definitely men should strive to stand in honesty no matter what mm. it sounds like on both sides there needs to be emotional maturity yes okay so how can both sides really develop that emotional maturity because i feel like a lot of people don't know what that is until they get emotionally attached in a relationship and then you kind of see where that maturity level is mm-hmm. the word that comes to mind is confidence mm. And the reason why is because there's a great quote I once saw that said, confidence is not believing you'll always get it right. It's not being afraid to get it wrong. Mm. And so, again, when we're afraid to be honest, we're afraid to get it wrong. We're afraid to not get what we wanted out of the situation. We're afraid of the reaction. When you don't fear those things, you don't have a problem being honest. Our lack of maturity stems from fear. Yes. You know, we mishandle situations because we're afraid. Oh, maybe she don't like me anymore. Maybe I'm going to lose her or this is going to happen. That's going to happen. That fear causes us to act irrationally, Mm. which causes us to do immature things. Mm-hmm. When we become confident in who we are and understand that, listen, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Yeah. It's life, you know? And you, again, you're better off standing in your truth, then you can become more mature. Even think about women. If, if women, if the average woman got to a place where she wasn't so in her head and fearful, she wouldn't act out the way that she does. If she could just be transparent and honest, even though it means, yes, in your honesty, you might lose this man, yeah. that would change everything. You know what I'm saying? So I believe it it's, it starts with confidence and it starts with it starts with understanding that listen, just because you want it doesn't mean it's good for you or that you should have it. Mm-hmm. All right? And we have to accept that. So when you accept that everything that you desire just ain't for you, then again, you're more willing to just say, "All right, I don't need to lie about this. Mm-hmm. I don't need to lie to achieve a certain outcome." Yeah. It is what it is, you know? And it's just working on that from every possible angle, in my opinion. I love that, that confidence point because that's why I said it's such a masculine thing. Because, because when you have that confidence and you're like, this is how I live my life. This is what I want. This, this is what I'm honest. 
you're not afraid of what somebody else says. You yes. know, it's like it's like that person who's working a job right now, but only reason he's working that job is because his parents told him to work that job because he lacks the confidence of actually speaking his mind and saying, I actually don't want to be a doctor. I actually want to be an author. And so I think that's really powerful. But going back to that emotion. Real quick, before you say that, mm -hmm. I feel the need to throw this in. Please do. So there, there's a great book, uh, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. It, it talks about how 98% of the people in the world are under the devil's control. And, and the devil in this context is like more presented as negative energy, things of that nature. And in the book, he interviews the devil and the devil has to answer all these questions. And the devil says one of the ways he controls people is fear of criticism. Mm. All right. One of the greatest ways to stifle even genius is fear of criticism. So think about you being the kid in classroom. Teacher asks a question. You know the answer. But you're afraid to raise your hand anyway because you're afraid of what someone else is going to say, mm -hmm. how it's going to look. So you don't say anything. There are people who never invented something that would have made millions or changed the world. Why? Well, they're going to say, I'm stupid. This is crazy. That fear, that lack of confidence mm -hmm. in self and knowing who you are completely paralyzed them. Mm -hmm. So it not only leads to emotional immaturity and, and, and lying, but it leads to just people not even tapping into their potential because they're so worried about what other people got to say. When you get to a point where you don't care what other people got to say, you have truly set yourself free. And now this is the door that opens to thinking for yourself. See, the majority of the world does not think for themselves. They let the society, social media, whatever, tell them what to think. Once you learn how to process for yourself, think for yourself, and do what is truly best for you, that will change your entire life. Okay, what, what are some questions that people need to be asking themselves so they can be able to identify what I need or what I want to be able to get to that level of that freedom you're talking about? I mean, start with that. What do I want? If no one, if, if, if no one would criticize me about this, what would I want? Mm. Same way when you're trying to figure out your purpose, one of the questions to ask yourself is, if I had all the money in the world, what would I still do? That's a great way to figure out where your purpose at least may be somewhere around. Because sometimes that, that one question alone isn't going to always give the ultimate answer. But again, people who find purpose, even if they had money, they would still be somewhere working in this realm because mm -hmm. it's who they are. So when you can say, okay, I would do this regardless, boom. I would, I would want this no matter how it made me look, boom. Now listen, some people have some sick desires. Mm -hmm. that <laughs> they ask themselves what they want. Mm -hmm. Regardless of criticism, it might open Pandora's box. Yeah, now yeah. If, if that happens, you got some issues you got to address yeah, yeah, yeah. and you may seek some professional help. Mm -hmm. But outside of those extreme things, I think that's the great place to start. I think also it, it's really just what what can i be happy with over the long run a lot of people make decisions based off what they can tolerate right now you know what i'm saying but it's what can i so again even when finding your purpose when you're finding that quick hustle you're looking for what can i do right now mm -hmm. all right but you have to ask yourself can i keep doing this for years to come yeah. can i really stay in this realm if not, then it's probably not the right choice. You mm. see what I'm saying? So what what has longevity in my life that I will be happy with? Now, granted, we evolve, we change, and, and sometimes our desires and wants will change. But you have to be honest with yourself about where you are right now. You know mm. what I'm saying? But I really think it's about 
figuring out what those things are by removing what other people got to say. Because even I'll give one more thing. We can get to your question. When I've spoken to a, or coached a lot of adults who are trying to find their way, a lot of times their purpose or their passion was something that they loved as a child. Mm. But when they were a child, they were told this won't work. This ain't going to get you nowhere. Oh, acting isn't good. Oh, psychology don't make you no money. Oh, coaching this. I used to want to be a, a sports coach. But I was like, oh, well, he, he ain't going to make no money as a sports coach. Then I thought psychology. Oh, well, you ain't going to make no money doing psychology. So I was like, all right, you good at math. Go do it. Go, go be an accountant. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll go be an accountant. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what happens to a lot of people. They get pushed off of where their heart really is. And it's just because, again, the outside noise. But if that outside noise was never there, they would have been able to tap into that purpose way earlier in life. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's so good, man. I think there's just a lot of... It always goes back to the, the sense of self-awareness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that all of our conversations go back to that. Understanding yourself, understanding your identity, understanding your purpose. I feel like that self-awareness can really help navigate just life as well as relationships. Because I, I just think that what happens so much in today's world is people are angry about things because someone else told them to be angry about things. Mm-hmm. A lot of men are mad about women, not really because of things that a bunch of women have done to them, because of a bunch of videos or talks or books and women vice versa. Yeah. Like, like you'd be surprised when you... I was talking to this woman and say, oh, you know, all men are this and men are that. And I was like, you know walking her through her issues and she was like uh, I was like tell me the last three guys you dated and she was like you know they were all nice guys but you know they didn't have this you know this this uh, proactivity and this assertiveness about themselves and I was like you know, why do you say all men are bad the past three guys you dated were all nice guys <laughs> like, what are you talking about like so I think having that self-awareness having an understanding and then really asking yourself what am I called to in life and also what who's called to be alongside my life yeah because i think men and women alike the problem is we really don't know who belongs in our life and we're always trying to bring the wrong people and when it doesn't work then we're mad at the whole gender instead of actually looking and being retrospective and saying maybe it wasn't necessarily that person but it was the choices that i made in my everyday life yeah and i think again it's because we don't know ourselves mm-hmm. and part of the reason why we don't know ourselves is because we don't accept parts of ourselves because again what other people have to say mm-hmm. a very small example for me that i had to come to realize like I, at one point, you know, I've, I've had rims on my cars for a very long time, mm. all right? And I remember, what was it, maybe nine years ago, I'm like, all right, everyone says, you know, you're getting older, why you got rims, mm. boom, boom, boom. Let me get rid of these rims, mm-hmm. right? Long story, but I was supposed to trade the rims for some work. It ended up falling apart. But then afterwards, I was like, I like flashy things like that. Why am I fighting that part of me? You see what I'm saying? Now, here's the problem. If I deep inside like rims, nice watches, stuff like that, right? And I deny that part of me. Now I pick a woman trying to fit into this false me that I think I should be, Mm. right? And so let's say I pick in this example a very frugal woman Mm -hmm. who don't like none of that flashy stuff. We don't spend money like that over here with her, right? Mm -hmm. One day, my true self is going to come out. Yeah. 
And now that flashy me is going to conflict with the frugal her. Mm-hmm. Now it creates arguments and resentment. And now the whole relationship falls apart. Why? Because I wasn't being honest with myself about who I was. And again, because I was worried about how other people viewed it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, you know, you're a man of God. Why do you need flashy things? Because I like it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right? I don't know why I like it. I just do. Yep. And I accepted that now. Yeah. So now... I can choose a partner who embraces that with me. Because ain't nothing worse than being a dude who likes to enjoy his money sometimes with a woman who's like, nah, we can't do this. We can't. I've seen men who are not allowed to spend the own money they make. Mm. Men mm. who are very well off mm. because their wife is super cheap. <laughs> and like, nah, that's too much. Nah, that's this. Oh, that's a waste of money. And even if he buys it, he has to now deal with the nagging. Oh, I don't know why you bought that. I don't know why you did that. That's a drag. And again, people don't realize it's those moments that turn into bigger issues in the relationship. Mm -hmm. But they're an example of two people who don't fit together in the relationship. Mm. Mm. Before before we close things up, I want you to touch three things or three ways that people can identify if they're in the wrong wrong relationship. Oh, they're in the wrong relationship. Number one is, can you be yourself? That's a big one. Now, again, that starts with you knowing who the hell you are in the first place. But it's like, can you be you? So, again, I- I'm going to use me. Even though I'm a man of God, I am someone who, y'all know, I curse a lot. All right? <laughs> I won't curse on camera, <laughs> but I curse when we chill it, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, not that cursing is so important to me that I have to have a woman who accepts me curse. I-, I wouldn't care if she was like, let's stop. Let's try not to do that anymore. But it's again, it's another example of if cursing was something that was so dear to my heart that I refuse to let go, I have to accept that and then see, okay, who fits with that? You see what I'm saying? That's just the reality of how it is. So it's knowing yourself and then can you be you? So can I comfortably curse around her now without her judging me and me feeling some kind of way? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Can I go buy that nice watch without her saying, oh, why you got to get that watch for? Like, again, because now... If you got to constantly deal with resistance in your relationship when you try to be yourself, you're in the wrong relationship. Yeah. It's going to make you miserable. You know what I'm saying? So one, can you be yourself? Two, do we want the same things? All right? So again, I've seen relationships where, and this is an extreme example, but I've seen relationships where one person wants kids and the other person doesn't. What the hell y'all doing? <laughs> what are y'all doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and again, what's happening is both sides are hoping the other person will come around to their side. Yeah. All right? So we're going to continue to be romantically involved while I hope you change your mind. Rather than just accepting, we don't want the same things. We're not on the same page. You know what I'm saying? Or, or even example, let's say she's a country living girl. She wants to be out somewhere in the woods. And you're a city dude. And you refuse. You, you are miserable when you can't live in the city. Again, what are we doing here? Because now, if you compromise and force yourself to live in the country when that's not you, you're going to be miserable. You're going to resent her. Now you're going to have an attitude with her. Now she's going to stop having sex with you. Do you see where this is going? Yeah, it's yeah, domino yeah. falling after domino. Yeah. So you got to recognize, do we want the same things? Are we in alignment in this way? All right. And then the third thing is, can we respect each other? And now this respect thing goes in various angles. 
can we respect each other in the sense of talk to each other like grown adults rather than arguing and going at each other's heads and, and all this negative stuff? Because what peace can we have if we can't talk to each other correctly? Mm-hmm. All right. Can we respect each other in the sense of what I want out of life and what you want out of life? So, again, think about it like this. Let's say you're a man who's a provider and you don't mind taking care of all the bills or whatever. And you get with this woman who she wants to be a housewife, right? But let's just say in this scenario, you as the provider, you still want her to be working, okay? And you don't respect the fact that she just wants to be home and take care of the house. This is going to be a problem. You have to respect what her path is. You have to be able to say, you know what? I still view her as an amazing woman, even though working is not for her. I don't look down on her for that. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The same way if a woman gets with a man who she's hoping to be something more. So let's say he's making 50 grand. And you want him to make 100, but he's happy at 50. And you don't respect his 50. That's not going to work. So you got to ask yourself, do we really, can we respect each other and who we are as individuals? You know what I'm saying? So it kind of goes back to being yourself again. Can we be who we are and be happy with that Mm. and not try to change each other? It doesn't mean we're always evolving. We're always trying to get better. And so I don't view change as like, if, if you have a bad habit of your tone being kind of negative when you talk to me, that's a change that's acceptable. I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's an acceptable change. But again, if you are someone who, like, like I said, likes to live in the country, and you don't want nothing to do with the city, and you're someone who only wants to be in the city, that's not a changeable thing. I that's just it. who y'all are. You see what I'm saying? And you got to be real about that with each other. No, I love all of this, man, because it all goes back to self-awareness, man. Yeah. Goals goes back to individual. I love it, man. Stefan, man, every episode, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new gem, man. New gem, new wisdom. Where can people find you at? Uh, you know, Stefan Speaks, S-T-E-P-H-A-N, Speaks on all social media, YouTube. Also, for the men, check out my new men's channel, Stefan Speaks for Men. Hey. All right. So I And just for the record, I've always had videos for men. They just seem to get buried yeah. under all the women videos. Yeah. So now I made the channel so that it can have its own space and flourish there and the men can get the information they need. That's beautiful. I love it. So, fellas, you already know what time of day it is. Go to Stefan Speaks for Men on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Make sure you don't just subscribe, but also watch, like, share, comment, all that good stuff. My name is Hafiz. First to start the show, baby. And we're joined by Stefan Speaks. We're the roommates and Woo! have a great day. <laughs>